This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Uh, right now, I wanted to talk about something that really uh, would be impactful in the city of Toronto if it's greenlit to go ahead. And it seems like uh, Sidewalk Labs has plans for, uh, I guess they had initial plans for a 190-acre swath of eastern waterfront, but uh, councils kind of only said, look, uh, we'll go with 12 acres. Uh, they still have an interest in doing this. And yet there are many who are saying it would not be a good proposition for the city and its residents one of whom is a spokesperson for Block Sidewalk Labs. That's Thorben Wieditz, and he's joined the Oakley Show to explain why. Thorben, good to have you back on board. Hi there. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having us. I, I appreciate you coming on. Now, look, uh, there have been a lot of people who have been pretty chuffed about this idea that Google's company, Sidewalk Labs, would be setting up here in Toronto, and, uh, you know, it would be sophisticated, high-tech, and uh, futuristic, and all the rest of that. You don't see it in that light. Why not? Um, well, it's it's a proposal that they responded to for a 12-acre site in 2017, and um, what we learned in uh, about February 2019 this year is that they didn't actually want to develop a 12-acre site, but they wanted to get access to 190 acres of the eastern waterfront. And um, it's like you know they presented a proposal to the city um, in response to the RFP that uh, had nothing to do with the initial RFP at all. Um, and that's something that urged a lot of people, and that's why a lot of citizens came together to say, uh, what's going on here? Like, we, you know, imagine you have a house and you invite a contractor in to do, redo your bathroom, and after two years, the contractor comes back with a plan to redo your roof, your front yard, backyard, your neighbor's property, the street grid, and that's what's happening here. Um, the initial case was a 12-acre site. Um, the Waterfront Toronto sought an innovation and funding partner for this particular site, and uh, Sidewalk Labs was chosen. Uh, and after many, many months, Sidewalk Labs came back with a four-volume, 1,500-page document uh, on how to redo the entire Toronto's, Toronto's entire eastern waterfront. And that was not uh, what Waterfront Toronto had asked anyone to do. And, um, you know, Sidewalk Labs wanted to get our data. They proposed new governance entities where um, Google would be the one that, you know, would would um, have influence over a public administrator, um, housing authorities, transit authorities. Um, they wanted uh, investment into funding, uh, into, into transit from the public sector. Um, they didn't want to pay market value for the land. Um, initially, essentially, they wanted to be subsidized. Google wanted to be subsidized uh, by the taxpayer. And, um, you know, folks have said, enough is enough. We don't want this. And we are happy to see Waterfront Toronto having uh, reined this all back in and put them back into their place and said, well, if you want to stay in Toronto, the other 12 acres, show us what you can do with these 12 acres. And we will evaluate your proposal um, under these conditions that were set today. And Sidewalk Labs has until March uh, 2020 to um, come to an agreement um, as to whether or not, you know, they will end up in the city of Toronto, essentially. Right. What you're citing, though, is a, a litany of presumptuous behavior here or arrogance on the part of this Google affiliate. Uh, they sort of took it as an article of faith that everybody would be bowled over and wowed by their presence and would cede everything <laughs> to them on their uh, wish list, I guess, and uh, you put in the roadblock. So are, are you okay with the city suggesting even 12 acres? I mean, that's, yeah, we're okay with that in a sense uh, because it's, we see it as the, the right step to do. Like you cannot, uh, you know, if you want to rein it in, 
you reduce it to the 12 acres, you set strong conditions on what they can do, and then, you know, for us as an organization, we have to um, evaluate down the road to see what are they left with and, you know, like, is this something that we want to see in Toronto? The problem that we have is, at Block Sidewalk is that Google has a, a, a terrible reputation around the world. It's one of those large trillion-dollar tech companies that um, behave uh, in ways that we do not like to see companies behave. Um, and uh, we just don't trust them. There was a report that was released yesterday in the Globe and Mail about a, a document. It's called the Yellow Book. Um, it's an internal secret document that was um, uh, written by Sidewalk Labs that lays out how they like to see cities of the future um, based on um, uh, utilizing data and AI. And it's a terrible book for the future. It's a surveillance state. Um, that uh, has nothing, uh, has no place in a democracy. Um, and many of these items that were laid out in this 2016 document made it into the master plan for the city of Toronto. And that's even something that uh, wasn't lost on Steve Diamond, the chair of Waterfront Toronto, who made this clear today in the press conference that, um, you know, some of these very concerning items that are entailed in this yellow book actually. Um, you know, were presented to Waterfront Toronto as innovation uh, and innovative ideas. And, you know, this has nothing to do with, uh, you know, dem- democratic governance. Again, Thorben Wieditz is with us. He's a spokesperson for Block Sidewalk Labs, not exactly uh, encouraged with Sidewalk Labs' presence down on the eastern waterfront, albeit 12 acres that uh, has sort of been presented as the opportunity to uh, show the city what they've got but not the 190-acre swat that they had initially requested and were pretty bullish on. And you say in your press release, two Sidewalk Labs should not be allowed to incubate its anti-democratic intentions on Toronto shores. You just referenced that as well in the surveillance state. So what kind of things would they be involved in that you would really be cautious about? Well, in this, in this yellow book, uh, what, they, what they were referring to is that they would cooperate with uh, um, um, police services around um, surveillance and um, identifying um, uh, perpetrators of crime. Um, this is something that we have, uh, you know, like no patience for. Um, they would also encourage, like people would be rewarded for um, making their data available. If you agree to sharing all of your private data, you would get uh, beneficial treatment in, in their city. Um, if you want to protect your private data, you will not get preferential treatment in the city. So um, they reward people for um, sharing their privacy, essentially, um, in the marketplace. And that's something that, you know, I, I don't think has, has any place in, you know, well, you in, say in that's, Canada or elsewhere. You say that's modeled after Disney. That's right. And they re- specifically refer to Disneyland as a, uh, an example where, um, you know, it, it's sort of a, a privatized corporate utopia that uh, only exists because of all kinds of government exemptions uh, with regards to existing rules, regulations, and laws. And they are modeling their vision of a smart city based on, you know, these uh, government exemptions. And when they came to Toronto and presented their 1,500-plus master plan, it was full of these exemptions. Uh, Appendix, in in appendix, uh, sorry, in volume three, the appendix is there are pages and pages of um, changes they were seeking to um, federal, provincial, and municipal laws and bylaws and regulations in order to fit their um, surveillance, you know, state and their their smart city laced with sensors into our urban environment. And um, you know, that's something that is very concerning to everyone involved. And um, 
you know, we are looking to get access to this yellow book in order to actually read up on it, what it is that they have in mind and who they would like to cooperate with. And um, it's very concerning. Wow, yeah, it's starting to smack of like an Orwellian dystopia. But uh, finally, though, there is this argument that they'd bring jobs, and uh, that would certainly elevate a lot of folks and the neighborhood. Is there a risk of losing jobs here by keeping them out? I don't think so, John. If you look at uh, downtown Toronto, you see how many cranes are up in the city. You see how much investment has been going into real estate. Um, They want access to some prime real estate at the waterfront. Um, I don't think there's a shortage of um, investors that would like to develop these sites. Um, You know, they talk about tech jobs, but we all know that Toronto is one of the leading um, tech capitals in North America, outpacing um, other cities, including San Francisco, with regards to growth in the sector. So there's nothing really here that Google could accelerate. Um, If anything, we have wasted um, taxpayers' money uh, and lots of time over the last two years um, dealing with their arrogance and their overreach and uh, putting them back into place. And I think we could have spent this time, energy, resources, and money uh, in much better ways in the city of Toronto. Well, Thurban, you're not impressed by their assurances on privacy? Um, I'm very skeptical. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so you've done your part to uh, try to be the spanner in the works, uh, but the 12-acre plot of land that uh, they may develop is uh, slated to go ahead, is it not? And uh, we'll see. It's not. not, No, no, it's not slated to go ahead. Um, They are just signaling that that Waterfront Toronto is interested in assessing their plans and ideas for this 12-acre site. There's no guarantee that Sidewalk Labs will actually um, put a shovel into the ground. Um, this is just about continuing on a relationship with Sidewalk Labs right. and assessing their ideas and their proposals now for a 12-acre site um, under very strict conditions. Um, so there's it has nothing to there's no deal here. It's it's basically just okay. We're going to look at your plans again. You have one more chance, mm. and if you don't follow our lead here. Uh, we're just going to terminate this relationship at the end of March 2020. Okay, I'm glad you pointed that out because I was told it was a tentative deal, so uh, you've straightened that out for me. Thorben, good to talk to you. I appreciate your tabling your concerns this afternoon. Thanks for having us. You got Take it. Thorben Wiewitz is the spokesperson for Block Sidewalk Labs. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.